Hello, beautiful man. Uh, I'm assuming this is a man. Could be a woman. Hello, gorgeous. Um, most of you are going to be men who are going to going to click on listening to this episode. I'm guessing. So I'm addicted to porn. Now what? Um, I guess if you're listening to this, then it's you're feeling like okay, this could be a concern, or this is getting in my way. This is getting in your way somehow, uh, or you just you're not feeling good about it, and you want to make a change. So awesome, glad for you that that um, is no longer feeling, you know, in alignment with who you are. And so my first question is, okay, so we got this thing, you've been watching it regularly, I don't know how long it's been, maybe it's been a year, maybe it's been 10 years, maybe it's been longer. But you know, um, it, it's hard to pull away from and you want to change. And so what I want to put out to you, first off is, Okay, well, what do you want? If not that, what do you want? Because there's probably something that's come into your life or you've, you've got an indication, um, could be a reflection in other people, in relationship, or a, um, a potential lover has come into your life, or maybe you're in relationship and you want something different in it. Um, I'm asking you to get clear about what do you want? Is it that you want to feel more connected during sex? Is it that you want to be able to have better sex? Because if you've been watching porn for a long time, you probably have noticed erectile dysfunction. You probably have noticed that it can be difficult for you to stay hard, and that can cause anxiety in sex. So, I mean, that totally sucks. And, um, you know, compromises your feeling about yourself, about your manhood. Uh, And... I can see why you wouldn't want that. You want that to change. And if it's just one of the direct effects of long-term watching of pornography is that when you're actually with a partner, um, you can, you know, it's really, it's kind of messed up your system. So whatever it is that you want, you might be feeling like, I want more connection or I want more heart or I just want to feel again. Or it might be really practical, like I want to not be so anxious. I want to be able to know that I can stay hard during sex. Like what happened there? You might be very young and that's happening. And that that has become more and more common for guys in their 20s to have erectile dysfunction. So I want you to know that, that that is common now because of pornography. I want you to know that you have been um, watching something really poisonous to your mind. And I'm not, I don't need to like put out and shame pornography. There's just, there's just really clear consequences, you know, like there's consequences to cocaine. There's, there's consequences to tons of alcohol. There's consequences to everything. This is one of the consequences um, of long-term regular use. So what do you want? This needs to get so strong for you because it's going to be your motivation and, and it's going to be what gets you through uh, when you want to distract yourself again or when you just go, fuck it, like it's not that important, and you go back. Um, you, you want this seed of what you want and what's important to you be, to be really clear. So some sort of dissonance has happened, some sort of inner conflict has happened, and 
you know, ask yourself, like, what's really important to me? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be as a lover? Who do I want to be in, in relationship with my partner if that's become an issue? Um, how do I want to feel about myself? And when these things become clear and then become a, such a priority for you, um, then, then that's where your energy goes. It's like, this is more important to me than, you know, watching porn again tonight. And I know there's going to be practical issues of like, oh my God, I have a sex drive and what do I do with it? <laughs> um, but first, let's get, let's get it really clear. Your motivating factors. We got to stay, stay strong in the motivating factors to get over anything, especially an addiction. Um, okay, so you got, you got that. Maybe you want to write those down. Maybe you want to put them in your phone somewhere where you're going to remember them. Like this really matters to me. I want I want to be a great lover. I want to be an awesome partner. I want to be I want to feel better about myself as a husband. Um, I want to uh, feel really confident sexually. You know, so you could put it into a statement what you want, and then from where from there, sorry, uh, from there, what do you do? So you're addicted to porn. Okay, so you you got your motivating factors clear. And now there's going to be the practical reality of feeling stuff in life, having feelings, <laughs> which our society doesn't like to encourage very much. <laughs> Shut that down, please. <laughs> uh, so messed up. Anyways, you're going to have feelings. And what are you going to do with them? Okay, I'm going to assume I'm mostly talking to guys. This is even more brutal in in the whole uh you know circle of men thing because you're super encouraged to keep it shut down keep it shut down keep it shut down don't express any feelings don't express any feelings just anger is okay frustration is okay for guys and um and you can talk about sex and you can complain to each other you know that's pretty standard in our society <laughs> But if you're going to express, you know, if you want to be real as a man, you're going to have to find your brothers. Uh, you're going to have to find some brothers that can hear you, that want to be real themselves and it uh, it matters to them. They think it's important to be honest and real. So that might mean you drop some friends. It might mean you, I don't know, become different in your job or you, 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 you maybe keep stuff in there, but you need to find ways to get it out. You absolutely have to have places where you can be real because this is a huge factor in any addiction. Okay, so if, if you've got addiction to other stuff, an alcohol or a drug or, you know, smoking or whatever it might be, um, this is one of the primary issues is we look for ways to distract ourselves from what's happening inside. And women and men do that to a huge degree. It's just that women have created generally social support systems. It's just something stronger in them innately from birth to do that. And it's more difficult for men to then as an adult want to become real and like look for their circle like where can I be real um, 
Anyways, this is something that has got to get figured out for you to feel like you can get a handle on the addiction. Because porn is, is a great way to distract yourself, right? To spend some time. It feels good to feel arousal. And of course, it feels great to have orgasm. And so we're just looking to feel good. I totally get that. Everybody in the in society, every human being just wants to feel good. Sometimes we we seek those things that end up hurting us. We seek things that make us feel good temporarily, but they end up hurting us. They don't have good long-term consequences. And and that this is just one of the cases. Porn is one of those situations. It it hurts people in the process if you look at how porn is created and what it is that's hurting people and it's hurting although it can feel good temporarily it's hurting you in the long run it is like a poison but it's like so subtly um, drip fed to you just this very small amount and then you know more and more over time that that poison eats away to in in many parts of you so I, I get that it feels good and it seems like that'll be a good thing to do to deal with your feelings the way to get out of the loop of addiction is have stuff in place to deal with having feelings, to deal with just being a human being. You're going to have to have ways to expel your energy. Uh, So you're going to have to get outside, likely um, exercise, have a social circle so you can feel connected. In some ways, staring at the screen and having a pleasurable experience staring at this uh, two-dimensional image in some ways that's a way to connect where you don't have to feel threatened right you don't have to feel threatened and you don't feel anxious and nobody can reject you so taking that away brings up stuff it's like brings up who you are now um, you're going to have to face your anxiety and your insecurities in certain situations. And the fact that you're human and just really real, when you step out of that false world, you face the fact that you're real, so is everybody else. And like, oh my God, how do I deal with this now? <laughs> like real relationships um, with a woman, with a partner, with a you know potential lover, or just real relationships with potential friends. All of it can feel anxiety provoking. One thing I want to explain is because if you're addicted to porn, let's say it's been years, one of the symptoms of it is it can manifest uh, or show up as anxiety. You can have social anxiety, um, difficulty focusing, almost like ADHD, uh, you know, the need for mm, looking for a dopamine hit, you know, just like looking for kind of extremes, edginess, frustration, and then this anxiety. So you got to be understanding of yourself that that's part of the process. This is not, this is not an inherent flaw in you. It's just like when somebody is trying to heal from a Coke addiction, amphetamine addiction, addiction, um, you know, alcohol addiction, when that is taken away, there's immediate anxiety. There's immediate anxiety. And so it's also the case with porn. And so it'll, it'll be somewhere on that continuum that you'll have anxiety. And then it just varies how much, how extreme it will be. There's many things to do with, 
to do for anxiety, I would suggest getting support, like having uh, an awesome friend or trusted person that you can just talk to about this. That would be great. If you don't have that um, in a friend, then I'd suggest figuring out how you can see a coach or a counselor. I would suggest that they're definitely um, a sex coach, a sexologist, uh, a therapist that has dealt with that a lot so that you don't get this kind of shock factor or shame stuff that can come up with some of those um, professionals or, or healers. You definitely want somebody that's comfortable with this content. Um, so you got to have that that person or people you can talk to. This really calms anxiety. Whenever we feel connected, it calms anxiety. It gives us this oxytocin in our brain and it helps us to calm down. That is so, so important in healing from anything. But it's just so important in life, like ongoing life. You have to have this. You have to have people that you feel comfortable with and uh, that you can just totally be yourself with and they accept you no matter what and they love you. Um, so whether that's starting a, you know, seeing a professional, uh, somebody that knows about this stuff or telling a friend, I know that can be scary. Um, but yeah, consider who might be in your circle that you could, could disclose to if you haven't already. So that's one thing about anxiety. The other thing about anxiety that happens when you're, any addiction is withdrawn, again, drug, alcohol, cigarettes, anxiety increases. The brain also needs to be fed. Your body literally needs to be fed. And so feeding the body with nutrients, like strong doses of B vitamins, um, seeing that it's getting good essential fatty acids, uh, nourishing protein, feeding the body can greatly ease anxiety and make it easier to come off an addiction. So if you're wanting to get through this with as little um, as little challenge as pro- as possible or in the great with the greatest ease, let's take care of the body as well as the emotions and your social needs and the mind. Now we could go on and on about this because there's going to be thought processes that come up when when you're wanting to get off porn too. Very specific like thought, emotion, behavior cycles will happen. And so we've got our motivating factors. You're going to need social connection and support. You want to nourish the body. The other thing to be aware of is the mind and the process of the mind. So there's going to be various thoughts that will, let's say, drive you toward the series of behaviors that takes you to watching porn again like to convincing you that that's the thing that'll make it better. And it will make it better temporarily. I want to be really honest about that. It would with a drug too. It will make it better temporarily. And you have to think of what you really, really want. What are your motivating factors? And you have to think of the long term. You have to think of what this thing has done for you already. What has porn done for you? So it might have caused a huge riff in your relationship. You might not be even having sex with your partner anymore. You might not be able to have sex because of erectile dysfunction. You might not be able to connect with um, women because you have too much social anxiety. There's various things that it does and, and you have to be aware of what has this drug gotten me? You know, I'm just going to call porn a drug for now. I think of it as this like slow drip poison. 
that affects your brain and your body, your whole system, certainly your heart. Uh, so what has it done for you so far? And you want to remember that when there's this tendency and your mind wants to convince you that that's the only thing that's going to feel good. So, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, sure, I know I'm going to be happy or feel good for this temporary experience, half an hour, hour, I don't know, however long, 15 minutes, whatever it is. Uh, and afterwards, you're most likely going to feel crappy about yourself, maybe have some shame or guilt um, or disgust, and it erodes this sense of your manhood. It erodes your sense of self over time. And what I want you to know is that is so not you. You are so, so much more than that. If, if you're ha in this cycle where it erodes your sense of self and you're, not, you're just not liking yourself anymore, it has to stop. It is that poison that has done that. It's not actually that you're an unlovable person or you're, um, here's what I know about your essence. Your essence is that you are a loving, honorable man. And if you've ended up listening to this podcast and gotten this far, I know that about you. I know that that's what you want to express through yourself. This is the part that wants to come alive. Because you know there's something that, about being addicted to it or being in that cycle that it's just, it's not me. It's not who I am. And I want something different for you. What is possible is for you to have an immensely exquisite pleasurable, beautiful relationship with somebody. That is totally possible for you. To have the most loving, like blissful, ecstatically orgasmic sex with somebody. That is possible for you. It is possible for you to be an amazing lover, to really understand uh, the beauty and the sacredness of sex, the the immense kind of rush that it can be that is, is not mechanical, it's not one-sided, it's not doing something to someone. And yeah, maybe you get off if they have pleasure, or you like that, or maybe you don't, maybe you don't care. Maybe that's been in the consciousness. But what I know is possible is that orgasm, sex, and connection is massively different. And, you know, you can, the kind of orgasms you've had so far can be times 100. If you are connected with the person and the heart is open and you're deeply present, oh my God. It's like nothing you've ex experienced so far. So that's what I want for you. And it is so, so worth it. It is so worth it to get this poison out of your system. Now, I'm using that term because I, I want you to consider thinking of it that way. That it's been this like IV drip. A poison that has uh, infected you over time. And... I know that you may watch it again, and I want you to know that that I'm not 
judging you for that or I don't want you to carry shame around it. That might be part of what happens for you, but um, that's not going to be helpful. What's going to be helpful is to stay with what really matters to you, who you want to be, and 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 practice this kind of as much as you can this open-hearted compassion with yourself in becoming the person the man that you want to be now that can be really hard and that's where we sometimes need you know a, a lover um, your wife your partner a friend um maybe a coach or a therapist, like someone who can really see you behind the behavior. Because uh, that, can, that can assist healing from addiction so, so much. It can make it way f- easier. It can make it happen way faster when you're honest with someone and someone uh, understands you and doesn't shame you for your behavior. So that's a key part of the process too. And, and I wish that for you to, f- to find it. Um, so that the process is easier. Um, yeah, we might, if you have any further questions about porn addiction, like please post, post a question to me, get a hold of me on email or, and, uh, certainly I'm here in Vancouver for, uh, in-person appointments. If I can support you or you and your partner or over the phone, if you're not here in the city and, uh, I wish you the greatest ease in releasing porn addiction so it's it's what you want it to be in your life you know whether you still want it to be slightly part of your life or just less so or you don't want it at all may you you know move through that process of letting go with ease and i wish you just fantastic sex and tons and tons of pleasure and love in your life Talk to you soon.